Hey, dude. Hey, Greg. 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 <gasps> what, dude? What the hell, man? You can't hear me calling your name? No, man. I got the heavies on. Oh, you got the heavies on? I heard about those things, man. Those those new headphones engineered for metalheads with two frequency ranges and four drivers lets you hear metal the way it's meant to be heard. Oh, dude, can you imagine the nasty breakdowns on those things? Go to heavies.com and get you a pair, and make sure and tell them the dude sent you. What's up, dude? Hey, dude, what's going on? Not too much, man. What's going on with you? Just here again with the dudes hanging out. We got some more dudes in the studio this time, though. That's kind of cool. Who do we got today? I've got my boys in Silent Minority. Say what's up, fellas. Hey, what's up? Yo. What's up, dudes? (laughs) (laughs) Very cool, very cool, man. I'm glad you guys made it. Um, Pleasure to have you here at the studio hanging out and talk some rock. Hell yeah, man. Thanks for having us. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Introduce yourselves. I know we said hey, but... Who are you? What do you do? Introduce. They can't see us, so tell us. Go on. No, I'm going first. Go on. Okay. I, I'm the important one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Grant. I play bass in Silent Minority. Because he has to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every other instrument was taken. <laughs> I'm Aaron. I play guitar. Uh, I'm Rick. I play, uh, I play rhythm guitar and lead vocals. Very cool. So you guys are just a three-piece and have like a little drum machine up there? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's Asian, so he's pretty close to machine, but there you no, go. our drummer couldn't be here today. He's uh, being responsible, doing responsible stuff. AJ, you're fucking missed, and we're going to do this again with you, but part two. No worries. Part two. Let's talk shit about him. <laughs> Let's start the segment off bashing AJ. <laughs> Let's talk sloppy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, dudes, so hit me with it. Why are you guys here? Other than because I asked you to, but... (laughs) We were invited. I know. Tell me me about uh, the story. The silent minority story. Who's gonna... Who's gonna kick that one off where do where oh, where did silent minority start where where and when i qualified to start this story <laughs> right <laughs> it all started when i started in the band yes. <laughs> well that's when the best part started it's it's weird yeah? and you we'll know, get like, there because aaron and i like we started in high school right and right. we've been through so many different people in this band and people that have shown a lot of love and a lot of resentment towards the ends and it's like this big kind of collective of like brotherhood you yeah. know it's like Despite how we left her, despite how things shook out, they're still there, around. There was always those good moments that made us stick to it. And it's like, whenever Grant came into the band, it was for me. I was like, I'm done. Like, I don't want any more fucking people. And if this doesn't work, I don't know what's gonna happen. And luckily, it worked out for us with Grant. Good, good. I can't wait to hate you guys so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> give it, give it time. So, how long you been in the band, Grant? I think it's four years now. Think. Cool. I think I saw something like that. Um, yeah. And you're still trucking, or are you just here just because? No, nah, man. Uh, so back in the day, when I first started getting into the music scene here, my first, the first like thing I went and did, me and my buddy Josh, I was like, let's go, let's go find a gig. Let's go find, go out to a bar and see a live band. Like we're trying to start a band. Let's let's see what people are doing. <laughs> and I was hopeful that I was gonna go out and like see people who were just yeah, just out there doing it and like. 
and the first band I saw at the Thirsty Camel All right. was nice. Silent, Silent Minority. Nice. And that tiny ass little room was, was packed. Yeah. And the band sounded great. And I remember me and Josh went back to the bar and sat down and I was like, fuck. Like there's like there's really good bands in this scene. Well, I mean at least one. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um yeah. so after that, I kept going to Silent Minority shows just just every time they would have a show, I'd go and just get hammered and keep telling them. I would be like, just drunk at the end of the night, just trying to crack jokes and make them laugh and say, "Hey, man, if if your bass player quits or like dies or whatever, I'll be your bass player, dude." <laughs> yeah. And uh, then one day Nick died. <laughs> R.I.P. Nick. Sorry. <coughs> no, no, but like I was actually out of town and I got a text from Rick, I think, and it said. Um, something along the lines of, uh, hey, if you're serious about the bass player thing, do you want to be our bass player? And I was like, holy shit. Hell yeah. Man. Like, for fucking real? I was like, <laughs> okay. I mean, no audition or anything. You know, just like, you want to do it? Okay, okay. Yeah. Here, here's the songs, learn those. Well, he knew your credentials, you know? Yeah. yeah. You're in my madness. You play guitar. I was like, and we were doing shows with Madness for a while, too, where we were, like, kind of doing shows together. Yeah. So it was weird because Nick left the band, right? Mm -hmm. And we were talking about, okay, so we have shows lined up coming. Mm -hmm. How do we keep our, you know, our promise to these promoters and these bars that we're going to go along with the show, even though we've missed this person? It's, like, something a lot of bands go through, right? So the first thing we thought was, like, well, we don't want to teach the next guy. Like, we don't know all of Nick's parts, you know, so Nick has to probably find somebody, a replacement, or, you know, teach him what to do, and that, that we can make a clean split that way. And Nick just said, well, why don't you just ask Grant? Like, he's always at the shows. He probably knows everything. Why don't you just ask him? So the bass player asked yeah, and like, recommended him. That's great. Idea, and I was like, dude, dude cool. no Super shit. Cool. Why don't we ask Grant, dude? And luckily, like, it was not even, like, within an hour that you got back to me. And it was, like, all this stress just relieved and I was like okay we're good just got a little thing that we have to work on and we're gonna keep rolling and I think we went back to work after that <laughs> so your your uh your drunk well they weren't texts but your drunk uh encounters actually paid off huh okay yeah oh yeah so uh, very cool um, dude very cool you said that you started coming to you yeah. wanted to see like what was in San Antonio like where well, did you come from like uh you know, exactly. where did you hear music before San Antonio? Yeah, I'm, I was born and raised in South Carolina. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> then I came I came to San Antonio, and I was, wasn't really much in the music scene, um, but I did, I, I was in a couple bands, mostly like just cover bands. I was just a guy in the band out there doing things. Staying busy. Yeah. And Who the fuck is Grant? Yeah. <laughs> just a bass player. But then I, uh, I left went back to South Carolina for a few years and uh, fortunately was able to make my way back to San Antonio and as soon as I did I was like okay I'm kind of tired of doing the whole cover band thing yeah. like let, let's get out there and like do something like real and once I started trying to do that that's when I stumbled upon these guys uh, and also like not not casting no shade on anybody else in town there's a shit ton of great bands in San Antonio and what really breaks my heart a lot of times is when I see these ridiculously talented people who are playing to well you yes <laughs> yes yeah like me and like three or four other people 
who are actually appreciating it. It's like, dude, they're fucking killing it. Yeah. They should be out there killing it to fucking an arena full of people. Uh, I, I think we'll get back there one day once people start stop ingesting what's being fed to them and yeah. start consuming on their own. I agree. Exactly. I agree. So cool, man. South Carolina, what brought you here, though? Military. Okay. Yeah. I, I joined, I did eight years. Uh, Fucking kick ass, dude. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, man. For sure. If I could jump in and ask a question, what branch were you in? No, Air Force. Air Force. Yeah, okay, cool. Aaron, hit us with it. Are you from here? Yeah. I'm, uh, for a long time. Long, okay. long time. Born and raised? Uh, yeah. Born and raised in San Antonio. Whole time. Puro San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> when did you pick up a guitar? Oh, shit. Probably when I was about 12, 13 years old. Yeah. My first guitar got stolen, actually. Uh, yeah. I had it for a year, never really fucked with it, played with it, never did anything with it, but all of a sudden it gets stolen and I want, and you know, now I want it, you know, I used to just hold it and like not really play with it, but once I, once I got it, got another one, it took, it took on a different avenue and I found appreciation for guitar and, um, Because of who? Like, like, who, who did you have on your walls? Who did you buy the magazines for? Uh, Stevie Ray, man, all the way. What? You know, like, I, lo- I love Eric Clapton, you know, I love wow. Stevie Ray, <coughs> Muddy Waters. Dude, I love old blues. Do you Um, play that style though? I know y'all are in like a punk band, but do you play that style on your own? I try. I try. Try. Good. I definitely model a lot of the stuff after like you know Peter Frampton and those kind of those kind of runs and stuff. Very cool. So like interesting when we started uh, with the band, we didn't really know each other. Okay. Uh, But he was the dude that. Dressed like a gangster, but had a guitar. <laughs> and ROTC. And he hey. was the only one out Save of all the metalheads of <laughs> everyone else that could play Stevie Ray Vaughan. Wow. Like, everyone else, as skilled as they were, could not touch Stevie, but for some reason he could. So he felt it. I was desperately trying to start a band. You know, I had a couple failures already early on, and it was like, why not ask that guy? He obviously doesn't have a band, you know, and I didn't think you were going to go for it, but... I think, what did I say, like, you know, why don't we mix, like, punk rock and blues? Yeah, yeah. Blues oh, wow. Licks. Blues licks. Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much how we started the band, it's like, working on that foundation. That's pretty neat, man. Very cool. And as different people come in, it changes It changes dramatically. all the time. <laughs> it's crazy. It's as you guys grow old, it Especially changes. with drummers, you know, when different drummers came in, it was, it was big changes. Yeah, I, I saw a few of those, like, firsthand. Like, mm-hmm. so definitely, like, I, I think you guys evolved fucking really good like it sounds great now I mean I, I, never, never did didn't sound bad but yeah we've always been blessed with good musicians you know like when, when we asked our first drummer to be our drummer because it was Juan at first you know he played he played bass for us for yeah a while. He, he played drums for a minute so and then Silent Minority started with two guitars and a drummer and then we decided hey let's ask this guy that's in drumline he's first chair yeah. you know you know, he should be good on drums. You got a drum set? Yes. Awesome. Yep. Come to practice. That's all it takes. You, go you to got ba- equipment? <laughs> you go to bass and, yeah, we started Silent Minority like that, really. Everything I mean, started really shaping once Oscar got in the band. Yeah, like, yeah it really it, did. It made us feel like, oh, we can do so we do, we do know what we're doing. He we were just missing something, you know, so it's like everything started really falling in place. Yeah, he found that money beat and we just kept driving it into the fucking ground. So how did you two meet? Because uh, you just said that you didn't really know him at first. So how did you two actually meet? ROTC? ROTC? Yeah. Y'all are both in it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was his element leader in ROTC. Element leader? He was a pain in my ass. (laughs) 
because he'd always have to, in ROTC, they try to get you on a regiment, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're being prepped to go into the military. Right. So, current, current events, you have to look at the news every night whenever you go to bed, write about it, come back in the morning, talk about it. And it's a big class collective thing. So in my row... Had no idea he had to do that. Yeah. <laughs> this is all fucking I'm just here because we get to dress up. <laughs> in my row, I'm supposed to go and ask everybody, did you do current events? Did you do current events? And this is how I first learned that he was playing guitar. His current events were guitar taps. His he goes, tabs. it's current to me. That's and awesome. I, <laughs> and at the time, so I'm like... currently learning. I'm it like, just came out this week. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know you're right, but that's not what they want. I'm yeah. like, but you're right. And I was just like... Ah, fuck it, let it pass, you know? And it's like, I didn't think I was going to get in trouble for it. But then, like, no, it needs to be news article, this and that. And then you wouldn't wear your uniform either. No, I never wore that. <laughs> I was in it for a whole year and never wore that bitch once. Ace, Ace so you weren't weekend. there because they dressed nice. You were just there. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, to get out of class or something? It was easy. You know, yeah. I, I was into PT. You know, I love, I love, you know, I was playing basketball, like, every single day back then. So, yeah, yeah and it was, yeah, it was just a... Way. I, did I that like, oh, take did that, that take away like the PE class or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. It took away. Uh, so he didn't have to go into PE. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you bring in tabs for current events, and this guy's like, sure. <laughs> but you play guitar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Right? Yeah. And then uh, yeah, time went by, and we hung out during yeah. lunchtime. That's cool, man. And that we never really had classes together or anything like that. Nah, I'd help him get out of class sometimes. We got in a lot of trouble for that because I had a half day and <laughs> oh, he yeah, didn't. Yeah, that was, that was senior year. So we tried, like, giving him fake slips and shit. <laughs> I mean, of course, you guys didn't think this then, but thinking back now, how cool is it that, like, 20 years later almost, y'all are still fucking rocking out in the Jamming, same band yeah. with each other, hanging out, it's been making a lot of fun, tunes? Man. Yeah. I've known this guy, like, like I said, 20 years. Like, that's longer than I've known. A lot of people. Yep. Like, a lot of people. Hell, I don't even know family members that long. Yeah, right. That's like, true. Exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. No, I, I think when we started the band, we had, like, big dreams. You know, like, really big dreams. But the time was never part of the dream, you know? It was always just, like, we're going to get there one day, yeah. you know? But that's the sweeter part of the journey is the time that you spend together, I think. You know, like, 20 fucking years, dude. That's crazy. And we're st still jamming and stuff like that, but it doesn't feel like 20 years. It feels like five. You know? yeah. It feels like not enough time. You yeah. know, like it feels very small. I think that, that that's what I was gonna say earlier. Like uh, each member that came in is kind of like the organicness of of the album, or you know, it. it I've always tell Wade like, hey man, you, we you know, pe other people can bring out parts that I can't hear or feel because you do. Mm -hmm. You know, so it makes that journey like Yeah, you, you know, start learning a lot too with new members. Exactly. Like you start and I try to learn whenever we lost somebody, try to go back onto the argument, go back onto the altercation and try to learn from it mm -hmm. and not make those same mistakes with the next person. Yeah. And when you start, you know, slapping yourself on the hand, you open yourself up to being able to learn more. And basically, it's just like, oh, okay, well, this is how this person does it. Now, I need to shapeshift a little bit to get into his groove so we can all gel. Yeah. And it's just, you know. Compromising. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, boy. But, but luckily for us, the music's always been good enough so people want to play it. So they'll yeah. they'll figure out our thing pretty much, you know. Right, but right. It's still that give and take. Good, man. So, we kind of talked about when, Aaron, you picked up a guitar and Grant. When did you kind of 
Oh shit, man! My guitar. What's your little? Yeah. What's your history and not history, (laughs) but what's your path? Your. Well, I didn't want to play guitar at all. Like I didn't. I was into Tupac and DMX. Yeah. Like that's what I was into. You know, Ice Cube. But there was a dude in Spanish class. He he was usually a really good friend of mine. Like we, you know, let me copy off his papers and shit like that. He was from Mexico, so he was ace in for for the A. But uh, one day he brought a nylon string guitar, and I wanted to check it out, and he straight up told me no. <laughs> and then he told the guy next to him in Spanish, don't let this motherfucker touch this. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, we're in Spanish class, dude. Why would you say it like that? You know, like, <laughs> like, I know what you said. <laughs> like, I, I, just, I just learned what you said. And I was like, okay, whatever, dude. So that weekend I went over to... What? We take a Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this pinned up all here. Um, no, that weekend I went over to my dad's family, and my aunt Nana, she she had one laying around. She was like, "Dude, it's there. It just doesn't have strings." So I was like, "Okay, where do I get strings?" She goes, "I don't know, Mexico." So I went to Mexico to <laughs> buy guitar strings. Shut what? up! No, fucking straight up, dude. And that was a really how cool long was truth. the drive from here? Oh god, at that time it felt like an eternity. Yeah, if for real. I with my grandparents, they were the only it's ones like five hours all the time, right? Wow. Like we had to go to a church thing in the morning. It was oh. it was like hell to get to the strings. But once I was in Mexico, <laughs> dude, I learned so much about guitars walking down that strip because they build them right there in front of you. They'll put all the brackets in to well, intonate cool. what kind it's of It's right tone on you the want. border. Yeah, it's right there. And for like twenty six bucks, they'll build you a guitar. Wow. Back in those days, so I bought a shitload of strings. And I come back and I started learning like King of the Hill, uh, the theme song, yeah. and Blink-182 and Green Day and shit that was easy, only to come back and show that motherfucker that I could do it. But it sparked something like way bigger and it was like to a point where I never even really thought about that guy again. It was like, no, dude, like we got to do something else. Like yeah. we got to keep going this way. Mm-hmm. And then it was, uh, we met, or I met Juan, I knew Juan before and then we brought you into the, the, the whole friendship. And we really started like making the band up, you know. Yeah, and that's so cool, dude. Yeah, it did was you guys have like a different there. name before? No. Yeah, it's always been no. Like, <laughs> no. Just right away. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm sure there was a couple bouncing back and forth between other names, but no. We wrote, we wrote stuff on a paper, and it basically was what we could all agree on because it was like two people would be like, "Oh, dude, that's a badass name," and then I'd be like, "Dude, that's fucking garbage." That's trash. Yeah, and it was <laughs> it was like that for weeks, but then everybody like. I had it on my notes, Juan had it on his notes, and I had written it because I'm dyslexic and I was writing uh, history notes, and America's first militia was called the Silent Majority uh, during the American Revolution, and I wrote the notes as Silent Minority because it just sounded cooler to me, you know, Mm -hmm. and then turns out Juan had wrote the same fucking thing, you know, and then he agreed with it, and it was just like, oh, okay, well, that's it? Weeks. Weeks were dude, and it was like just done. It's like okay, fuck, fine, all right. Now let's go figure out what Simon Minority is, pretty much, you know, musically. And twenty years later, we're still figuring it out. Are you oh yeah, know? no, like at this point, I think we've given ourselves a grace to where we can be cocky with our craft and yes. push the envelope to where it's more like, okay, <coughs> we know what we can do, but what can we do? What can we do to kind of push ourselves further? Because you got to be competable, yeah. you know, yeah. in, in every genre, in every industry, you got to be competable. You can't just keep on playing the same four chord punk rock songs and expect the same turnout. Um, and not only that, I like agree. I've always appreciated growth from bands, and we should be no different. Like we're humans, we're growing, and the band is an emotional 
a growth, you know. It's a living fucking thing. It's a relationship. It's a very living thing. Yeah. It's a family. So is there anything you guys have coming up? Yeah, yeah, like uh, current events. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> current events. Let's, uh, go let, ahead and let's hear one, man. What do you got? Go ahead, man. We all like, know already. You're uh, great uh, at current events. What do you got, dude? <laughs> oh man, yes. Uh, well, we're what, gonna start recording ourselves. What's current okay. in the Aaron's in Aaron's life in the oh, side of minority There's minority so world? There's so much current with me, but with us, um, yeah, we're gonna start recording ourselves. Mm. Uh, um. You know, we recorded at, what was our first recording? Jared, right? Yeah. And Jared really didn't have a name for his stuff. It wasn't really fish, a studio. He was from the Fisherman, Blowing Trees. Oh, oh yeah. I knew his protege. Blowing Trees are a really good band. Man. Awesome. Awesome band. Um, he was over there by, by St. Mary's Strip, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, I don't know if he still is there, but yeah, we recorded uh, Zombie Love with him. And he was really good. Like, he, he did an amazing job. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I love Zombie Love. Like, I think he did just phenomenal. He he had hard work because that was our first time touching any of this. You know, so he had to, like, pretty much teach us how to perform on a record because we had the mentality of, like, oh, we're a punk rock band. We're just going to go nail this. And we had done a couple recordings like that. And it was like, "Mm, okay, we need something a little bit more on time and, you know, (laughs) coherent. And, and quality. Yeah. Yeah, to be compatible. And our aim was always to get, like, the records on the radio. So it's like, it needs to be a certain quality to be on the radio. So that was always our aim. Like, make yeah. it easy for them to say, oh, yes, this passes. Yep. And that's worked in our benefit the entire way through. Well, I mean, that was my introduction to you guys with Zombie Love. And I honestly thought, and even to this day, I listened to it just not that long ago. Um, it's extremely digestible and it's really good. <laughs> Sounds good. It's I like it a lot. Thank Actually, you, it's kind of one of my. You guys I kind of like it more of one of my favorite because to me it's a lot more raw. It took like a year to do that album. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was, it, was a, it was some time, a lot it, of time. It was, it was like back in those it's days, good, you couldn't dude. just download yeah, tones yeah. either. So like, if you wanted a certain, if Jared wanted a certain tone, he had to borrow a guitar from somebody. Yeah, the, like the Gretsch, the Green Gretsch. Like, oh, yeah. dude, we had that thing for what, like two days, and we fucking worked it, dude. Like constantly on that bitch, trying to get everything that we could, and yeah. it was just harder back in those days to, well, yeah. to try to make what we did. Different heads, different cabs. Like it was, it was crazy. Had so that's cool. Y'all actually. played with all that stuff, then? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. He just, he just knew people in all this. The stuff. the guy who recorded you guys yeah, had yeah. all yeah. that. That's fucking cool. Yeah, he's dude. been around for a while, man. And I, I think he cool, was dude. out of Rap City, right? For like over there by the airport. It's like oh, on yeah, coma. Yeah. yeah. Like um, well, a lot of people went through there. The I've the always loft. heard of Rap City. The loft. Yeah, they were yeah, at the yeah. loft. We got to record in the loft, and that was that was cool as shit, dude. Because it's not what you expect walking into it, right? right? Like, yeah, they just... recorded all the drums at the loft. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's right. All the drums. But like, I remember walking in our first time, and Jared's wearing like a World War Two style army helmet. <laughs> I just remember the Hobbit door. There's a little tiny like <laughs> yeah. door that you had to go through. I was like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> Where are we? Door. And then we walk in, and what was it? The Space Pandas were like practicing, and they had beautiful harmonies, and we're just walking by, like, holy shit! Like, that's crazy, you know? Like that, they're just practicing here, and then go off into our own little room and get to work. Very cool, very cool. What came after that one? After what? Zombie Zom- Love. After yeah. Zombie Love? Don't look at me. To Hell? 
I think so. Yeah, I think that's the one y'all just put out back on Spotify, right? You finally got you were able to. Yeah. What happened uh, with that? What? <laughs> um, why? I want to hear this one because so I like, was curious about this. Back in those times, like we weren't too sure what we were going to do with it. We were going through member changes uh-huh. and. Uh, oh, we recorded a couple more. It was like we recorded Jameson, and um, there was like there was another one that we recorded. I can't think of the name of it. And, but yeah, we we had continued recording even with new members. It was just like okay, we're just gonna continue doing what we're doing before Zombie Love or not before Zombie Love before um, To Hell. And um, yeah, and then we made To Hell with. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We we put out like a couple of like weird. Yeah, demos. It, I can't think of the name. Was it No More Room? Yeah, No More Room. Oh, we named it Sophisto. And we put it out. We burnt all the CDs ourselves, and we put it out at a night at Corova. Like that. Yeah. One of the Monday nights that I had showcased. Um, but then when To Hell came around, we had Chris Jones and Dave McConnell. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Solid guys, man. Yeah. Very solid. solid. Dave was in what Brotherhood, right? Yes. Yeah. We're getting ready to have... Uh, yeah, Rob. Rob Rob's going to come in. Oh, nice, nice. From Brotherhood, the vocalist. Yeah. So we used to play with them when he was in Seven Ounce Crown. So, like that, we played over. I mean, he was. I saw him one time over here at Catacombs. Um, yeah. We're that the Hano. Uh, the big, place we just passed. We were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The well, old they, there, there was, was a Christian uh, little venue, punk rock uh, Christian venue called Catacombs, um, and I saw them there. That's where I had met Robin. All them. So. Yeah, like I didn't know like who Brotherwood was or what they had done or anything like that. I was barely coming around to learn who Loki was, you know, and okay. meeting Terry Anderson and stuff. So I didn't know what to expect, but the, the moment that Dave started playing and we jumped on, it was like tight. It was like no no effort at all. <laughs> yeah, the guy's a human metronome. Yeah. like That's awesome. Yeah, he was awesome about that. Yeah, um, so we did to hell with them. He auditioned at Zombies. Yeah, and then we jammed with him on the on the floor uh, at zombies. Is that what that video was made? No, no, no. no that, was, that, that was afterwards. But that's that's the first time we jammed with it was on the floor, mm-hmm. and that's why we did that video there again. Oh yeah, we got the idea for it. Yeah, yeah. We're like, man, we need. A, we need what a video is that? Yeah, did you film it or um, somebody? Well, you know, cast right. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, he was hanging out with us and. You know, he's doing, like, really well. Oh, hell out yeah. Out in California and shit now. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude, he is swole as shit. Dude. Oh, he, he's in great shape. I'm like, AJ, wow. you look fucking good. I talk about this every time I see you or talk to you <laughs> when I grabbed your dick at Zombies at night when I was drunk. <laughs> and you grabbed mine. It was fun. It's fine. <laughs> it's a different time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Throw in some whiskey, you never know what happens. No, like, we were just kind of hanging out, and we had this idea. We just did a photo shoot, I think, over there um, downtown. Yeah. And we were kind of drunk already, so it was just like, well, why don't we just jam? Like, we got a couple hours before the bar opens, and AJ has his camera, and we're like, what about just one shot? Like, we're going to play our new song. We need to practice it anyways. It was just one shot. You go around us, in and out. And then he was like, okay, yeah, I like that. And then we get started, like, with our shit, and then AJ's pulling down lights and, you know, pulling other things everywhere, and he really made it look cool, because it didn't look cool at all, like, before. Yeah. It was like, dude, we're just... It was not supposed to be a thing. He made it legit. Yeah, but it became a thing. It was like, oh, cool. So, to hell, and then you guys do, um... What's the... It was that concept, Da Vinci, right? Yeah. Yeah, Da Vinci was cool shit. Um, AJ was in on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Which, the transition between Dave and AJ was tough because AJ's loose, like, on the mm-hmm. drums. He has a lot more feel, mm-hmm. and Dave is tight as mm-hmm. a fucking drill sergeant. So you kind of get used to doing something a certain way, but when it came to Da Vinci, it was like, AJ was like, yeah, I know what you want. Like, I know what you're doing. Okay, cool. And it just worked he's, out. He's good. Yeah, man. fluid. Yeah. It just, yeah, it became more melodic, really. Yeah. That's he. Uh, he's a good drummer. I mean, really no no knock to Dave or anyone before. And, I mean, Dave's really good. AJ's badass. AJ he's was good. the first drummer that I had to bend to him. Okay. You know, like, mm-hmm. he wasn't feeling our shoes. I had to feel some of his shoes, too. You know, like, because he just has a certain style. That's the way he's going to go about it. But then it makes you a better player later. Because right. you start you start clicking on You start him. figuring yeah. out what he wants you to do. It's like, oh, oh yeah. I like that. Okay. Like it's sexy. I can do that. That's cool, yeah. man. That's cool. How do you like playing with AJ Grant? Because, <sighs> I mean, that's, that's, you guys are locked in usually, but... What, what? No, it's fun. Actually, so that's one thing I really do enjoy about being a silent minority is the fact that um, I, I have a lot less responsibility on stage you know um i there's many parts of the sets where i know i can go over to aj and me and him will just you know kind of play off each other yeah um i know where the drops are going to be i know where the breaks are and we can have a a very brief little conversation um that's cool and just those little things to me and what i know uh from being in another band and not being able to look around and everything i know rick probably has no clue what a lot of what's going on stage he's got no clue about any of it you know because he he has to face the mic yeah he's looking at the mic he's like really focused on his job and what he has to do um I forget you guys are there I know (laughs) (laughs) I'll be swinging around like oh shit there's Grant oh yeah (laughs) one night uh uh, uh, Rick and I nearly knocked each other's teeth out with oh, our own teeth. Like our faces <laughs> came like right at each other. Just I, uh, uh, deer in headlights, look like oh shit. Dude, like, if we connected, we would have both just flat out yeah. dropped, man. Wow. Like, we were rocking, man. Yeah. It, was it was a good show. Close call. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, it's. I would have just soloed in the middle of. <laughs> <laughs> Frame blood it in. I got you guys. Like busted teeth out. <laughs> yeah, playing Very with AJ cool, is fun man. though. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a fun, a fun gig every time. Very I don't think cool. I've had like a like a bad gig. Yeah, like with someone over I'm just like, yeah, every single one's just that's cool. fun that's, and chill. That's yeah, the weirdest thing about AJ too is like we can all agree that it was a good gig, and then oh. AJ's over here beating himself up. And then it's like vice versa. It was like, Rick, you were fucking too drunk. And I'll go up to AJ. He's like, ah, it's not that bad. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I know it was bad, dude. Like, I sang the song twice, you know? <laughs> it's happened. It's happened, yeah. That's great, man. Oh, God damn. But I think that's what people want to go and see. And, and uh, they're able to see, hey, it's not just some CD I'm listening to in the car, you know, or on their headphones. They get to no, that's see what how makes the it a show. Those, yeah, those little inconsistencies the band, the band. and those... those uh, what is what does Bob Ross call them? Uh, happy mistakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy mistakes. those happy little mistakes are what <coughs> makes some of the best shows ever. And it and honestly, like it's changed a couple of songs. Exactly. I was yeah, about to say, yeah. it could it could change some of the songs. Like, hey, dude, that was way cooler the way that we did was it that way night. Way better. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool, man. Very cool. Very cool. So, um, you guys are recording yourselves soon. What do you mean by that? That's 
So nobody's doing. You are doing your own recording. Yes. Yeah. So basically, the producer that we wanted isn't producing anymore since COVID. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, there's probably more than a few people upset about that because he's he's pretty fucking. Yeah, crazy. he's yeah. very high demand. Yeah. Um, local. So yeah, after no day, names or what. Have, where, where do we go after? I guess no names after we call, but <laughs> yeah. oh, hold on, I'm sorry. We went to Brandon, right? Yeah, we went to no, yeah. After Da Vinci, uh, we Which went was to Brandon. All recorded by Bobby Mercer, you know, to Hell and Da Vinci, and he was awesome. Like, yeah. And so we 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 won a contest and we got to work with Brandon. Oh yes. And that's, uh, right, that's right. We worked with Brandon the first time, and we kind of get like feelers of people that like we work with and stuff like that. And it's like we can tell if they're gonna be like, okay, I'm in this. Yeah. You know, or like, all right, well, that was fun, whatever. But like, Brandon felt like a, we we just won a contest, one song, but it didn't feel like we were gonna stop there, you know. Yeah. So it was like, okay, well, let's start talking about the next thing. Second date, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to uh, a third date. There you go. Yeah, and man. Then he and just he, stopped calling. He was just. <laughs> <laughs> That's how relationships yeah. go, dude. <laughs> We've all been through those. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, the process was great, and we wanted to use him. And we always plan on going back to Bobby. Bobby uh, passed away on a oh. mo- he had a motorcycle accident. So this oh, is Bobby wow. from Meek. Yes. 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 Bobby Mercer. From so, no comply. Yeah, man. I mean, he was our guy, our go-to guy, and then we just kind of stumbled on Brandon. But now it came the situation where like Brandon's the only guy. And then he was our guy, dude. We planned on a full new record. Like, you know, we were getting the money squared away for everything. And then uh, COVID happened. And he was like, I just had a kid. I can't take the risk. And same as us. You know, we we're like, well, no, we completely understand. Like, the whole fucking world's going on. I don't want right to now. go there. <laughs> so uh, after that, he just he stopped recording in, in-house. So yeah. we decided to, instead of going to another studio having to go take all the equipment and do all this other shit and pay so much money it's like well why don't we just invest in ourselves? so we've been doing this for a while we just spent i don't know how much fucking money like a lot like a lot more than i'm comfortable with on usual you know days but we just got all this equipment to start recording ourselves that way we can do it from the leisure of our house yeah bounce tracks off each other so we can make the records faster um as far as like you know because we got to distribute and have everything in line. So if we can dictate when things are done, we don't have to wait on anybody. Then we can go ahead and start making things faster. You're yeah. also you you put in a lot up front, but you're cutting up a lot out a in lot. the long run. Yeah, yeah. and then it's like, everything's done by you guys. It's so like okay, so you now pay, you like you said, you have the freedom to pick and choose and to say yes, no, maybe, so fuck you. Yeah, it's on us. Mm-hmm. And then complete. Uh, creative control as well not well, that we haven't had con- creative control but like there Jay-Z is a difference huh jay-z did it yeah you know so why can't we well, well but the it. the producers are they always have their idea of like how hey that should sound like this right you know it's like we we feel that when we're recording ourselves and it's all on our dime that if we want to go a little more raw like the older records then we can yeah and it won't be anybody's you know, problem, but ours at the end of the day, and we can live with that as long as the songs are good. Oh and no, you no, can no. Work on it more, you know. And more. We we got these cherry sours for you guys, dude. You can have some. Oh, they're, like, they're not for you. They're like, <laughs> they're to have. That's our that's our little that's our fruit bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
We got them for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Fucking gas station cherry sours. Yeah, yeah. man. They never <laughs> fell. <laughs> so, who recorded this? The the um, I don't know if it's y'all's newest song, but forgive me, I forget the name of it. There's a video of you guys. It's like super colorful, and there's like balloons everywhere and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's Fritz. Brandon. Fritz. Yeah, yeah Fritz. Brandon yes. Fritz. Yeah. That was pretty cool. He recorded the song and, and like he had hands on on the video too, or just the song? No, we did the video all by ourselves. Really? Yeah, yeah it looks that good. Was just like, when's our next free weekend? Like, yeah. we have this new song coming out, and how many hours like did you of recording? Yeah, shit, it was done in a day. Cool. Like man. it did not take a long time at all. It looks good. The longest thing was filling up the fucking balloons. Oh yeah. <laughs> because we had a cage that we were like, we said, okay, this is where we're gonna put all the balloons. Are gonna stay in here. That way we can co- create like the wind effects and shit like that, and have them coming <laughs> that was, around. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. But yeah. they kept popping as soon as they would touch the floor because the floor was too cold. Mm. So they were just pa. So there we are, more fucking balloons, more fucking balloons to try to fill it up. And that was probably the most exhausting thing. Yeah, we bought yeah. like five hundred fucking balloons. Wow. We had like six dudes blowing balloons, just throwing them in there. It was a lot. <laughs> so that was that. Is that y'all's yeah. most recent tune? Yeah, we shot for a day on that one, and it took like. Two and a half weeks to fucking edit that. Most yeah. recent video, yeah. but not most recent tune though. No, mm-hmm. uh, straight ups are most recent. Yeah, oh. all recorded by Brandon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It started with Moo, right? We started started with Moo and uh, yeah, Moo Fritz, straight up. Yep. Okay. Three, right? mm. okay. Yep. Yep. And you're on all those. Grant? <coughs> I am. Yeah, Moo. When, when did you When did you get in? Like we've talked about all the changes and stuff. When did you get in? Like at what point? Because <laughs> AJ was on Da Vinci. Mm. And then, is that the last full length? Actually, you kind of jumped in right when we started recording Moo. Correct. Like, yeah, you yeah. didn't have, like, a practice or anything, right? No, like the, um... As we go to the studio. No, it's um, been, um, like, what I liked was when I went to the studio with them the first time, I, I put down my bass track, and then also there were some backing vocals mm-hmm. during that song. And I was like, okay. And, like, me and Aaron went back there and, like, scream some backing vocal yeah. stuffs in there and um i remember going home i was like i sang on a fucking silent minority song today <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. that's hell so yeah. cool hell yeah dude. you do more because of that like you started wanting to get more involved in harmonies and oh fuck yeah, yeah. hell yeah dude it definitely inspired like you a know, lot to of get the, out of that like uh uh what's the name nick he always i liked his harmonies he would do a lot of times oh that guy was spot on too. Yeah. yeah so uh, when when the the moment permits, I do try and you know put a harmony in there. Like try, because when I go see a band and I see, I, I'm a sucker for harmonies. Yeah. If there's a band up there and they've got just rock solid harmonies, I'm all about it. I'm like fuck yeah, dude. Fucking Fleetwood harmonies. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, I think hence why we're all like us three. We're Beatles fans. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's not oh, so much of a Beatles fan. We'll have a whole. I I love Beatles. Who's your favorite Beatle? Lynn. Okay. What? Aaron, who's your favorite Beatle? Oh, man. All right. I, I, Paul, I like Paul. Paul? Yeah. Grant, who's yours? Paul. Paul? Yeah. I got to side with Rick, dude. Lennon all the right? fucking way, dude. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, man, it's crazy I, I girlfriend. Just, I, I, I love sure. Paul's voice over Lennon's. Like, well, okay. Like, I, I think Paul okay. McCartney is probably a... His tone He's is... more polished, and like he sounds more studio-friendly and like pleasant to the ears. Uh but there's something it, very special artistry, and unique about John yeah, Lennon that nobody John can Lennon. touch, I mean, it's, dude. It's, there's I, a lot of categories that you can throw at that 
But yeah, there's I something just, very special. About I was just felt Lennon was the most rebellious. Oh, for sure. And it was like, yeah, I like that for sure. It's like it had nothing sure. to do. They were all great. Like they're all great musicians. Like, oh, for sure. Like can't I can't talk shit about. Did it. you guys <laughs> watch the uh, the Get Back documentary Peter Jackson did? Yeah, I did. And yeah, it's great. It's great. You see I loved it. I felt it was very sad at the end. And I was like, man, that's just there's no more. Yep. It's like fuck. It's like, do I watch this again or do I? I mean, were YouTube, you too? Like, what do but, I do? <laughs> but were you really surprised? Like, you didn't know the ending? No, I, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the thing, too. It's like, you, you're watching this and you know exactly what's going to happen. It's like, man, you, you fill up with joy the same way they are on camera. And then watching this thing, you're, you're in it. And then, same I thought it was super neat how um, th- at the end where they did like the the street perspective where like the police are in the building talking to them and they're still up there jamming like. Nothing. Yeah. They don't know. Of course, they don't know that there's cops downstairs trying to stop them. But they're they're just doing it. They're they're ripping it. They're going through the songs. They're they're killing it. And these guys are like, "Well, what's gonna happen? What do, you got to stop them. You're playing too loud." And he's like, "What do you mean? What the fuck? Well, you want us to turn them down? Like, okay, like <laughs> the Beatles got yeah, yeah, it's the fucking Beatles. Like, oh god, it's man. like that down to earth movies. Like he's Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very cool, man. So what do you guys got coming up other than recording yourselves? Any shows? Any uh, singles? Yeah, we, we any got new videos? We, we got a show coming up uh, on the 15th of April at Fitzgerald's. Got a pretty killer lineup. We're playing with the Heroin, which is yeah. one of my favorite San Antonio bands. They are They're just so killer. fun to fucking watch, man. They're yeah. like the best to watch. Johnny is my favorite drummer to watch in town because he just goes ape shit. And every time I see him, though... I hold back, but I, I don't want to hold back anymore. And when I see him, I just want to go, Johnny Gladding! <laughs> <laughs> I personally don't know those guys, but... Um, they are definitely a hard-working band. Yeah. We're going to get you on here soon enough, man. I hope you all are listening to this, because we're going to get you out here, too. I'll, 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 I'll tell them whenever we see them. You know, okay. like, or go to the show, we can tell them. Yeah. Yeah, I'll introduce you or whatnot. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, we have that show coming up. Uh, we also have Letter Burn on the bill. And uh, that's it, right? Just Dang. us, heroin, Litterburn. Oh, Madness! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Grant's other band, My Madness, is on the bill as well. Nah, they don't matter. No, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. We're going to get them in there too. Fuck it. So other than that, like we, mm-hmm. we have the record on our plate. We have the, the, the local shows just to kind of keep things afloat and keep things relevant. And then our bigger thing right now is that uh, we have a guy that approached us about doing a documentary about Silent Minority. And he wants to release it at the Austin Film Festival next year at the Austin Film Festival. That's so, awesome. Is man. that why you have cameras on us? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, cool. I, mean, I like it. Yeah. No cameras in here yet, but there is now. Yeah. So, so you guys got a documentary somebody's making about you. Yeah. Very and cool. It's, it's from, How did that come about? He just hit us up, man. Like, out of the blue, and who? I like hit them who? up. Who His is His name he? is uh, uh, Mark St. Cloud. Hmm. And... Uh, and what does he do? He's a videographer. Like okay. He went to business school and blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, I did a little bit of research on him. But it's so weird when somebody comes up and, like, has, like, this stupid, you know, idea or an idea I think is stupid. So it's like, ah, well, let's hear it out. Yeah. You know, let's just see what they can bring to the table. So we got together. We did a Zoom meeting with him. And it was like, okay, yeah, like that same feeling. It's like, okay, yeah, this is not just going to be a one-time thing. This is going to be a thing, you know. So it's like, okay. So for the next year, uh, well, until September, we're, he's going to be filming us. He's going to be filming some of our shows. He's going to be doing interviews with us. 
we're also going to try to get as much uh, footage that we can, mm-hmm. like our family life, uh, stuff like this. You know, just the, the more that we could show the audience, the better, because he wants to highlight what it takes to be a local band and what kind of sacrifices you have and, you know, just all the hardships all involved and why we do it, pretty much. Very cool, man. Is it is it is the documentary just on you guys, or is it, like, going to kind of have a, a couple bands kind of accumulated God, and, about know, being a local band or is it just felt, on you guys I would have felt better if it was more bands but like it's just you guys yeah it's just us it's like when he was talking to us it was like so when we were done with the zoom meeting I was like so he's serious like he really wants to do this about us it's like okay so immediately we go talk to the girls like all the girlfriends and the wives it's like okay so we're gonna be on camera for like a couple months and Hopefully they take it seriously. It's not just fucking some shit we cooked yeah. up in the garage, you know. But like, you, it's content for yourself. You yeah. Know? yeah, always. Yeah, but it's also what they're trying to do, like show, showcase the fact that we do have families, we do have projects, mm-hmm. we do. Aaron works incredibly every weekend. He's up every fucking morning, like six in the morning, gets right to it. It's like those kinds of things are the real perspectives of who we are, mm-hmm. and then we also play in a band as well. No, for sure. I mean, let's be real, like. Uh, not to knock anybody because we're all in a band in this room but we're all adults now we all have lives and we all have bills and families so like certain things kind of come first whether we want them to or not um i kind of like it like i i like being uh of an adult first and then being a kid and picking up my drumsticks kind of in between yeah um but like you said we all got to pay bills you work hard you have kids you have kids grant Nope. Nope. You just you just like to play bass. <laughs> yeah, slapping the bass. Yeah. Slapping the bass. <laughs> the, the instruments are my children. <laughs> my babies. Yeah. I fucking love Grant this guy. Grant works incredibly hard too. What, you're in like three bands. I am. Four bands. Three. Three. And then he just like super cool. What he owns like seventeen houses. Yeah, he just bought a house and made an Airbnb. Did all the work himself. Wow! Uh, like, yeah, I mean, everyone's a busybody in the band. We all, yeah. Well, you have to be. Yeah, you have to be these days. Okay, so that's kind of the next thing. What else are you guys doing other than? Uh, I mean, we could talk about work, but like music-wise, any other bands? You got three bands, Grant. Hit us with it. Yeah, I uh, play guitar and sing in a band called My Madness. Uh, we have a show coming up April fifteenth with the Heroin Letter Burn. I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> it's at Fitzgerald's. <laughs> I love this guy. He still hasn't said it. Um, yeah, it's uh, definitely it. That's it. Yeah, 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 there's no bad ass. <laughs> still going to set up the table. <laughs> now, actually, that band is the... so. My buddy Josh, he plays bass in that band. Okay, so I was going to ask you earlier, who is Josh? Because that's who you're talking about, like, coming to town with and checking out bands, and you found Silent Minority. Yeah. And I was just going to say earlier, like, what happened to Josh? Who is he to you? <laughs> yeah, so he plays bass in My Madness, and from the beginning, uh, he and I got together, and he he also plays guitar, too, just in general. But I, I asked him early on, it's like, hey, man, and this is a strange, this this has never happened before, so document this. Uh, we are. I have yeah. my grant notes. Grant notes. Yeah. Grant notes. When we started the band, I was like, I said, "Hey, Josh. So we're gonna get. Uh, so Mike's gonna play drums, and we need a bass player and a guitar player. Uh, which one do you want to do?" And he goes, "Oh, I'll do bass." I was like, "No shit." <laughs> oh, okay. So he had a choice, and he chose bass. 
Um, but he and I went out to the Silent Minority show, and that's where we were uh, just, you know, checking out bands, but also trying to come up with a band name at that time. And for Silent Minority, having such a weeks-long journey to get a band name, um, with My Madness, Josh and I went out, and we were just we just kind of tossed a couple at each other, and I think he said, how about All My Madness? Oh, because he and I were just uh, uh, gushing over the... Uh, what's that song? Uh, Muse song, Madness. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we fucking love that song. Yeah, and I think we learned out there. We were just talking about music, and he goes, "Hey man, do you like Muse?" I was like, "I fucking love Muse." He's like, "Me too." I was like, "Fuck yeah!" They're damn good. <laughs> Fuck yeah! And we were just just totally uh, drooling over that song, Madness. He goes, "How about all my madness?" I was like, eh, "It's a bit of a mouthful, but how about just my madness?" And he's like, "Is it? Or, or is that a thing?" I was like, "Ah, oh, hold on. Do do do. Do a Google real quick." Nope, we can do it. I was like, all right, that's us then. And yeah. done. Um, but then only about uh, a little over a year ago, um, another friend of mine, Anthony, hit me up. Uh, his wife, uh, Lynette, plays and she plays bass and sings in a, a punk rock band. And they needed a fill-in drummer. And uh, I've, I've been wanting to be a drummer for like, Ever. But like I just do it in my room, just whatever. Yeah. And then it was like, hey, do you want to be a drummer in a band? I was like, oh shit, that means I gotta like, I gotta know how to play. I gotta get better. <laughs> yeah, I gotta not suck more. Uh, so I said, just like with Sound Minority, though, I was like, okay, I'm in a yes mode. Like if something's coming at me, I'm gonna say yes. Yes, man. Yeah. Yes, man. So I said yes to that. So I've been playing drums with them for about the past I year. I love your drum face, by the way. Oh yeah. When you play drums, your drum face is so. It's kind of hot. Hot. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, man. Like, like I could see some chicks being like, oh. Oh, yeah. I want that the... over me later. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I didn't want to say this, but I guess I can since we're kind of talking about it. Uh, he is definitely the better looking out of the three of you. Whoa! <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's a vampire. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> 1736, yeah. he was born. Okay. Yeah, that was a great year. That for you. Yeah. Like that Neutrogena shit? No, fuck that. Human blood all the way. All the way. <laughs> all the way. How much a day? Uh, like four pints mm. with a dash of semen it's <laughs> <laughs> for the lips just for the lips, just just for the lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck nasty. Aaron you in any other bands nah man I've, I've always been true to silent order is this your only band you've ever been in uh, I played in Perk for a little bit okay and they were they were awesome and um but no no I've, I've done my own stuff but no, really? I've always been a silent minority. We've always just jammed, and it's been it's been low drama between me and him. You're secretly for... gonna come out like solo fucking album of the year because you've been working on it for the last twenty years and yeah, haven't told yeah, anybody yeah. or something. <laughs> exactly, working on the masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick, you in any other bands? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I play guitar in the Crown. Okay. Uh, metal band so it's a little outside my expertise or at least was at one time but you know grown, in, grown into it pretty good but isn't that exciting though like when someone asks you to do something like musically and you've been so comfortable in your lane for so mm -hmm. long and then someone's like hey do you want to do this and you're like oh I'm sure I could do that but as the, that time to do it draws near you're like fuck can I do that mm -hmm. 
it was yes and no yeah. because like I was in that stage how you said like you're in a, in a yes mode you're just gonna take anything that comes at you yeah, yeah. so at that moment it was just like well fuck it why don't I try it you know like I'm pretty sure I could do it you know like I play along to Coheed and stuff yeah. like that and that's pretty technical so I was like fuck it let me ask you know they need the help you know um, they had honestly they were on tour and uh, Johnny had hit me up out of the blue and he goes we just lost our guitarist if we fly you to Memphis can you you know play and he's meaning like in two days yeah. I'm like I guess yeah man like I, I'll get to work right now and I'll start learning this shit and turns out they just cancelled the tour anyways mm-hmm. so when they came back uh, it just wasn't feasible at that point to keep on going like money wise so when they came back it was like well we need a guitarist do you want the spot and I was like yeah sure you know like I'll try it but it wasn't until the first practice because they had to like talk and talk about some drama that happened on tour and I'm walking into this like some new fucking dude but I'm not gonna take no shit from anybody right <laughs> so like I don't know it was just weird man and I was like I better know everything that I'm supposed to know right. mm-hmm. like because I don't want to get into a corner to where I'm like oh well I didn't practice that or you know I didn't want to look unprofessional at all you know because I kind of looked at it as like well this is a pretty good opportunity for me to you know go on the road and you know, experience another side of the music business and kind of get a good look at what's going on. And uh, it was like, you just had to work for it pretty much, man. But yeah, I was pretty nervous. How The Crown's been around for a long time, right? Yeah, for almost a little longer than we have, I think. Yeah, The Crown will get a lot of those bigger acts, mm-hmm. you know. Um, That's part of the big reason why I wanted to jump on board. It was like, because they were talking about going to Germany, yeah. uh, going to Rio, you know, Colombia and... They they have these connections. They have these people. So it was like, man, that's interesting just to kind of get a glimpse at it, you know. And then, lo and behold, like, I ended up just fucking falling in love with all of it, you know. Yeah, but, that's awesome. You know, especially after the, we went on tour with Boner of Osiris, and then those guys were, like, so cool. And it was just like, I did feel that, okay, I need to do this, get over it. Once the tour's done, I need to kind of go back to silent. You mm-hmm. know, I need to figure some shit out like I'm double dipping here but I can't just leave this alone you know it needs to you know come back but I came back with like a fire you know like mm-hmm. I was like ready to go like wow. get some work done that's pretty cool man because I've known you for a while and I remember we used to well, when we worked together we would sit and listen to music and I would I was always in the heavy music and you kind of weren't and I never knew if you really liked some of the stuff that I'll try to show you but it was like I don't know. It's kind of neat to hear you play in a metal band now. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I like that. I was so close-minded. I was so punk rock, man. I <laughs> well, I remember like, back then, yeah. Punk rock, I don't want it, you know? Like, I, I remember that back then. <laughs> it was very punk rock, and it was like, like I remember showing you, one of the bands I remember showing you that I think you did like, I don't know, but it was uh, Caven. You're like, wow, this is actually kind of neat. This is different. But they had like some heavy parts, and I was like, listen to the heavy stuff, and, and like, I don't know. It, I was always in the heavy music, and I kind of remember you weren't, so it's very, very cool yeah, to hear not. you playing metal now <laughs> that's neat where can uh, people who listen to Dudes Talk Rock find you like uh, on your social media oh yeah tags, like, like we're uh, everywhere so social media is uh, silent minority don't look at me music <laughs> he just, looks just look up at, I don't know this <laughs> shit either <laughs> like, yeah look up oh, silent minority we're on there fucking great at this oh, <laughs> yeah, silent minority just look up Silent Minority. Yeah. We're on Spotify. Starts with Pandora. an S, ends with a Y. <laughs> <laughs> Some letters in between. If you're unsure, look it out. ATX. We'll make sure to have a link up on there for them. No, we'll definitely Okay, great. Okay, Okay. All right. We've got it covered. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we just got our 
record to hell on Spotify, so that's something to go listen to. Yes, it's uh, it's honestly, I it, it brings back cool memories for me. I like it. Yeah, man. Yeah, he showed me a couple weeks ago. You know, and when we when we uh, he had contacted you guys and stuff, and I was like, man, this is you know super cool. Like, I like it. It sounds fun. You know, but it sounded like I, like how I was when I was a kid listening to Green Day and. And like uh, pop That's punk, awesome, you know, yeah. right? That's so awesome. But, like so, you he showed you to hell a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, and but I mean, you I sound like of... you're having fun, like how that oh, for sure. that, that uh, emotion that came out of those <laughs> notes. You know, it's just it's cool. You know, like yeah. I really I I enjoyed it, man. I think and a lot of that has to do with like the 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 years under y'all's belt doing this mm-hmm. together, though. Like you know what I mean? Like you guys have been doing it together for so long fucking jamming at least you two for the last what 18 years oh yeah um i think something that kind of comes into play that i I see a lot of other bands that they don't do it's like aaron and i had a long conversation once and he's told me flat out like dude we're we're storytellers we're telling stories so when you're doing that you can ship or shape and uh shift the music into any kind of direction so if you want it to be an uplifting story, but still sound kind of demeanor or kind of evil in a, in a way you can. And that's like, yeah, kind, of, kind of like an oxymoron. You know? Have you yeah. guys like, ever thought about like doing a happy, jingles? Sad and... fucking song. We've been yeah. offered to do jingles, man. And it's like, cause your character <laughs> would come out in something that quick, you know, that would be cool to, to hear or see. Like, I like, agree. It'd be cool. Yeah. It's like, but it'd probably have to be the it'd... right thing, you know, cause I don't want to feel like I'm being fake to something. All right. Um, Here's one I'm going to start asking everybody. Uh, I want to cut it down to two because it makes it even harder. The whole deserted island question. You have two records for the rest of your fucking life to listen to and repeat and never get tired of. There might be more, but you have two. What's your two? Who's going first? Talking Heads, Stop Making Sense, live. That's going to be my first one. Fuck. And then my second one's going to probably be fucking Dookie. Wow, hell yeah. Uh, in right. no particular order, Dookie. It's I mean, gotta be, I mean, it right? just, it? When you asked the question, she... it just popped in my head. I was like, That's so cool. First one. And then the other is a, a live album, The Road to You by Pat Metheny. He's a jazz guitar yeah. player. Dude, he just had a really cool interview with Rick Beato on YouTube. Shut the fuck up, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I haven't seen that one yet. Watch it. Okay. Do you know who Rick Beato is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a huge Pat Metheny fan, and he had an interview with him. It's fucking great, dude. Huh. That dude. <laughs> if you don't know, you should yeah, really go check him up. out, dude. Yeah. He's, he's awesome, badass, man. dude. He's got some good shit out there. He's like, uh, this is a good... He's like the Bob Ross of, like, just, like, guitar. Uh, fuck, there you go. He's yeah, like, dude. hey, uh, you good know, analogy. this is a good lick for the, the morning and Beato, your cup you're of you're going to get tagged on this one because we're talking about your ass, and I want you, and to, he makes I want it, you to hear it. I can understand. You're fucking awesome. He's a super cool guy. Rick, what's your two? Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, that, that dude's dope. I see yeah. his videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Let me see. Oh, God damn it. Oh, come on. <laughs> You've seen his videos, right? Like, he's all. He's nah, pretty hot right not. now. What? Oh, my God. Nah, I'll do some. I'm busy. Yeah, like, I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy. Yeah, it's the two records. What? First one's Depeche Mode's Violator. Ooh. Definitely Ooh. live with that one forever. I don't like it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. And then the second one's uh, Matt Skiba's Project Heavens, uh, Patent Pending. Okay. Probably don't even know what that yeah. one is. No, no, no. Oh, I, I know, know, I know, I know who Matt sure, Skiba man. is, but... Yeah. 
Yeah, it's those two records I could listen to forever. Yeah, I'm a Dan guy. I'm not a Skiba guy. So I remember back in the day when I first, <laughs> I remember when I first met Rick. Uh, maybe it was a different member, but one of y'all was like Green Day, and the other one was Blink One Eight Two. And oh yeah, like, I was, was like Green Day. One was Blink One Eight Two. Oh, okay, okay, I was Anti Flag. Uh, and Alkaline Trio was another yeah, one. Alkaline Trio. Yeah. Was, he liked the Clash, and it was just like the the, uh, the long feuds. You know, we always parted ways on them. Like every time, it was it's pretty comical. After a while, it's like, yeah. oh, I, I know he's gonna love this fucking band. I got a question for Super you guys. Like, yes, because we were wondering this before on the way over here. It's like, so why did you guys start a podcast? Uh-huh. Like, Dude, what? I like that question. Uh, well, it all started <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> well. Really, the whole idea came from um, we sit around all the time <laughs> and talk music all day. Specifically, my brother and I. Um, we sit here, we watch YouTube, we watch nothing but guitar stuff all day long, and we talk nothing but rock and roll and classic music and how bands used to be so good back in the day and like what happened and... You know, all kinds of different stuff. And we just talk about it all fucking day. That's all we talk about. And then this dude's coming over. Greg's showing up. And it's like we're... He's... he's uh, Greg's very uh, data and media and content oriented. And he was like, we should start a podcast. And it's funny because the whole idea was he was talking we should do dad's talk rock. And it's like, we're yeah, dads yeah. and we're rockers. And that's like what well, we cool. just asked you, yeah. right? And so he's texting me, and he, or he says it, I forget, but he, he says dudes instead of dads. And I was like... I think it was spell check. I mean, like, that's probably a better route anyways, because like how many how many rockers are actually good dads? Like, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Let's take a poll on it, right? <laughs> So so really that's that's why like, is that demographic? <laughs> why did we start a podcast? Because we sit around and we talk music all fucking day between my brother and I, and then Greg shows up and he's like, Hey, we should start recording this. It kinda went from there, and then I like was got with Greg and I'm like, dude, let let's take it just took off. And it was like, let's yeah. do this. We have everything here. Just go for it. We sit here and talk this shit all day anyways. Why not record it for fun? And if anyone wants to listen to it, they can listen to it. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Dad's Talk Rock turns into... And here we are, fucking a couple weeks later, and we got you guys here. We got a lot of other people coming up. Well, the the pandemic, honestly, was a big reason on kind of why this happened, too. Just Mm -hmm. because... So everybody was at home. Nobody was doing shit. I decided to start playing music again because I haven't picked up drumsticks in fucking like 10 years. Mm. And I was like, well, I got all this space and I got gear. And and I was like, well, shit, uh, Jason, let's let's play. My brother. And me and him, like, we were always on different levels and different pages on everything. And so I posted something on Facebook and I was like, anybody want to create some music? And this guy hits me up, and he's like, you rang, brother? What's up? <laughs> and I was like, show up. And this was Easter last year? Yeah. Almost no, maybe year. almost two years. Though. I think it's been two. I think yeah. so. We've been working hard. What's um, that? So like two years, right? Yeah. Well, yeah then we've is, been trying to... I think this is Easter of 20 is when it was, yeah. I think. Um, so, yeah, Greg shows up, and then, like... I went through my own shit, and, like, I needed people to talk to, and... 
you know, his brother had something that related to me very well. So we, I had, to, you know, somebody to talk to. You had big brother here, like taking care of both of us, and you know, big little brother. Yeah, big <laughs> little brother, one, but taking care family, of family. You know, what you know, I mean? and that yeah. comes back to what you said. You know, like sometimes your friends are more of your brothers than your actual brothers. You know, yeah. in some forms. Um, that kinship's a little more real sometimes. So, yeah. and and that was yeah. that for became sure, sure. like my advice or or that dopamine uh, thing was to like come in here and create content with them and and then help them. You know what I mean? Like show them that it's not hard. Like it's so weird you know, to hear like create content and it's not sexual. Yeah, like, nowadays it's <laughs> no, like it's not OnlyFans no. or something. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, that might happen. Exactly. I, don't know. I mean, like, do you, we don't have cameras, <laughs> so don't don't like. If, <laughs> If we get some, I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's porn, but without the video. <laughs>